Hey everybody, welcome back to Letterman Row for Bold Predictions. It's that time of the week. It's that best week of the year. It is Ohio State, Michigan, the game Saturday at noon. So we are going to dive in as we always do with every single game by drilling down. Mm -hmm. I, actually, actually, it's like this. You have to drill. Oh, you, you have to drill. It's not just a It's not a subtle. Not he's, a point. <laughs> he's hitting the wind well, right I, now. You know, I don't do that well, Dance but moves. I do nail all my predictions every single week, which sure. is the most important part. That's Spencer Holbrook, Zach Carpenter, Jeremy Birmingham. I'm Austin Ward. Let's get right to it boys it's it's the biggest one of the year berm i know you're nervous will snipe sally but you got to go first uh, uh i don't want to go first yeah i'm sorry uh fine trevian henderson's gonna run for 200 yards oh, i should have nice first. ah see <laughs> told Classic me that i am going to go first trevian henderson 200 yards 30 carries he's gonna have a heavy workload i think michigan is really going to sell out to try to slow down ohio state's passing game and in doing so, I think they're going to put out there a lot more defensive backs than they are used to and want to. And uh, I just think we're in for a, a – Trevor Henderson has had his moments all year long where he sort of like burst onto the national spotlight here and there. He didn't get, you know, a Doke Walker finalist for some reason because those people are morons. But uh, this week is going to be his sort of national coming out party as, as people do what they did last year for John Robinson to start to think about like Heisman next year talk. That happens for Trayvon Henderson Saturday. 200 yards, four rushing touchdowns for four? Trayvon Henderson. Yeah. The interesting That's... part, too, is that Michigan this season has played a lot of those two high looks and backed off to give underneath stuff, which is one reason why Kenneth Walker had such a massive game yeah. and why Michigan State continued to run the football on Michigan. Um, we'll see if they adjust to that. But if they play that same style that really they have all year and that cost them in their loss, that would line up for a Trayvon Henderson game. Sure yeah. I think you're right. All right, first bold prediction. What's the best part about Thanksgiving? A bold prediction is a question? Turkey. What mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes. Ooh, actually, it's, it's You're naming a lot of mashed foods. Mashed Football. Mashed potatoes, mashed potatoes and gravy. Foods. Being around family and friends. Oh, the Spencer. rolls. It's eating. The rolls with all the The best butter. part about Thanksgiving yeah. is eating. So what's this Ohio State run defense going to Are do? Are you going to make a prediction or just this have Ohio State really, was, I, this Ohio took a State long run, way to get there. The Ohio State run defense is going to eat. It's going to feast on Michigan's offensive line. Goodness. I think he said he had a really good prediction. <laughs> no, okay, nice. I, Spencer, let's hear it. Haskell Garrett is on a mission these last couple weeks. He has looked. You like, know who was on a mission? The Pilgrims. <laughs> <laughs> That's getting a little too controversial I, for me. I uh, thought that was actually funny. But the Ohio State run defense really did a great job on Kenneth Walker. They didn't have to put extra guys in to defend against uh, the run and giving up a little bit in the pass game. They didn't have to do that. I don't think they're going to have to do that again this week. Blake Corum is still a little hobbled. Hassan Haskins has historically not had success against Ohio State. I don't think his running style matches how you beat Ohio State uh, with, with a little bit of outside game. And then Donovan Edwards, I think you're going to see him in the passing game, but I don't think he's going to be a factor in this run game. I'm going to predict Michigan as a team under 100 rushing yards Mostly because they're going to be behind. I think Ohio State's going to jump on them a little early. But also, I just don't think you're going to be able to establish the run against these defensive tackles, against a run-stopping defensive end like Zach Harrison. The way this defensive line's playing is going to set the tone. I think the linebackers could, could have a good day with that, too. They're playing really well in tandem. So under 100 rushing yards for Michigan. I think it's a little bold because of the way they run the ball. But I, I think Ohio State's got a good chance of limiting them. Mine is Aiden Hutchinson, no sacks and less than five tackles. Um, he's he's billed as what he is. He's one of the best defensive linemen in the country. He's going to be a top, what, 15 draft pick to be safe, probably top 10 maybe. Um, mm -hmm. How many times do we come into a big game like this where we talk all week about one of the other team's star players and then we Ohio State just completely shuts them down? I mean, happened with Carl Loftus, happened with David Bell to some degree. I mean, I know he put up over 100 yards, but yep. – 
Um, I think we were all in agreement that wasn't David Bell's performance there, wasn't uh, any sort of star output. Um, I just think, talk, or hearing Nicholas Petit Fair talk today, I know they're ready for the challenge. They have, it's that classic cliche, corny, iron, uh, iron sharpens iron, where they play, they block against Zach Harrison, Tyreek Smith, and a bunch of other five stars. I don't think that they're going to be nervous for this challenge. I think they're going to be ready. And I think they're going to be able to neutralize Aiden Hutchinson from the jump. And he's just, um, like I said, no sacks, less than five tackles. Probably he'll go three tackles or less. Okay. Ooh, he'd really drill yeah, down. Really drill down. Some drilling down going on here. Austin, what's number one for you? I think this is going to be a massive Ronnie Hickman game. It needs to be probably for Ohio State, given what Michigan will want to do, because he is uh, so critical to both defending the rush and the pass. Uh, and we know what Michigan will like to do. They're going to try and establish that first and foremost on the ground, and then they will throw, as you guys have both mentioned, with Donovan Edwards, uh, the tight end uh, passing game, how important that is to that Harbaugh identity. Uh, when you get into these big games, I think that will be what Harbaugh tries to lean on. So Hickman will be a major factor to that, and I think he will prove uh, yet again why he's been one of the best defenders in the country, probably the most uh, underappreciated player nationally of all these awards is that that's, that's, that's that part of the season we're at where people are getting that individual attention. He's not getting enough, but I think maybe after he racks up 15 tackles, a forced fumble and an interception on Saturday at noon, that might change. Yeah, that's a nice day. You know what the best part of Thanksgiving is? Oh boy. Um, eating. Eating. Giving you know, thanks. Giving thanks. And I am here to give thanks for Garrett Wilson, who has burst onto the scene his his big breakout game in 2019 was in ann arbor against michigan justin fields making his first start there against the wolverines this is cj stroud's first start against michigan garrett wilson is still a nightmare for pretty much everyone in the country and i think he's going to have uh, it's a garrett wilson day last weekend you know we thought it was going to be chris olave it ended up being all the days for everyone <laughs> um it, it was a it's Ryan, all the days. It was a Ryan day. I, I think that uh, Garrett Bloody. Wilson, because Michigan, God, is, for two. Michigan is going to be trying so hard to keep C.J. Stroud under pressure that a lot of the stuff that Ohio State's done over the years to kill them is just that little crossing route stuff. Michigan doesn't have the linebackers that they've had in the past. they got a lot of young guys. Junior Colson's really good, but he's a true freshman. He's never played against a player like Garrett Wilson. 13 catches for Garrett Wilson. Maybe not be a huge yardage game for mm -hmm. him, but he's going to have 13 catches and two touchdowns. That's okay. almost a single game record for Ohio State. Almost not good enough. Wow, pretty close. Not a single game record. Almost, almost doesn't count. It's almost. All right. Uh, second bold prediction: Julian Fleming, two receiving touchdowns. <laughs> Guys who are un I, I've said it before. That's I said bold. it. I said it in the practice report. I I talk about it a lot. These kind of games are when. You know, the best players can sometimes get a little overshadowed by the guys who you just don't expect. There, there are just times where you just don't expect certain things to happen, and all the attention is going to be paid on trying to stop, or trying to stop Jackson Smith and Jigba, and trying to you know eliminate the big play from Chris Olave, and, and at least trying to get something done against Garrett Wilson. And then Ohio State pulls out this, you know, pull it out of Trayvon Henderson's gut and just throw a quick pop pass to Julian Fleming last week. That's a wrinkle that we haven't seen. And it's something that, that you know, was so easy uh, for Ohio State to get done because they hadn't seen it before. Julian Fleming, I think, is, is starting to emerge. Ohio State has talked about him as a weapon. Uh, you know, Brian Hartline said every day in practice, they're still having those moments where he's turning heads. And he's like, do you guys just see that? Well, you're going to have a couple moments from Julian Fleming where you're going to be reminded for the first time in an Ohio State shirt that, that he is – 
a five-star receiver. He was the best player in his class. And I think that's going to show out because, mm. you know, I like we, it. I think weird things happen in these games. And I think Julian Fleming is going to be one of those things. I like it very much. I can tell by the look on your face, you're being genuine. Sometimes I am genuine you mess with because us. He, he's writing the fact, and you know, we, we have some luxuries and getting a chance to talk to people around here. And I know very much that this team wants <clears throat> to focus Julian Fleming a little bit and wants to give him more opportunities because he's earned it. And, you know, if you want to prove that you've, you've earned it throughout practice weeks and you've started to turn that corner, you stamp that with a big game against Michigan, and I like it. And, it, and it's very hard to do that. I, I think, like, last week, Ohio State would really celebrate that in the wide receivers meeting room because they know that Julian deserves it. But those other three are just so freaking good. We've seen a lot in the past of rotating through six. Well, Ohio State really can't afford to do that when those other three are just on another level and that's not a knock on julian fleming it's not a knock on marvin harrison it's not a knock on a mecca like those guys are really good too and they're probably going to do the same thing when they're upperclassmen but man it's especially when you add in ruckert and that rushing attack it's hard to find touches for for julian fleming when if you get up big then you get to do a little bit different things before you before you go real quick zach you know ohio state has talked about shortening that rotation and those three guys being so good i think you're almost getting to the point where this might sound a little crazy am i crazy you crazy. You could crazy? go. You could go four wide receivers right now. I think Julian Fleming is getting to the level where, if you wanted to, you could do a four-man rotation, keep some guys fresh, and get Julian Fleming in there. He's really progressing well. Go, go ahead, guys. What's the best part about Thanksgiving? Uh, Charlie watch, Brown Christmas special. Watching football. Ooh. The mashed potatoes. Ooh. Oh, who's the mashing mashed potatoes? Who? And the seat. <laughs> You gotta get me off my game. <laughs> CJ Stroud and the Ohio State receiving core is going to turn this Michigan defense into mashed potatoes on oh, wow. Saturday. I thought you were gonna use this as a, really, as a mesh really, as a mesh joke. And like, you're gonna say mesh potatoes? You're gonna you're next. You guys are you're just next torturing to say no. the Thanksgiving. You got you're the last one to go with God, our Thanksgiving corny jokes. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's what made it worse. The last two times, the last two games, well, I predicted the Buckeyes are stuffing the run. Stop, I still get there to go. There we go. Yeah, you're, now you're giving him ideas. <laughs> Darn it. Okay. Stealing his thunder. Anyway, speaking of stealing thunder, yeah. back to my bold prediction. I, the last two times I've predicted something, a big production for the receivers. Uh, two weeks ago, 100 yards or more for three, uh, those three guys. Last week, 150 yards or more and two touchdowns at least for at least two receivers. It just kind of, it's almost getting redundant at this point, the production they're having. And I think... My, my, my second bold prediction is that those big three, Alave, Wilson, Smith, and Jigba, that they're going to total 400 receiving yards as a trio. And I know I hear you guys on the Julian Fleming. I do think he's coming into his own. And, I mean, talking to him, what was it, last week or two weeks ago uh, in the press conference, um, very mature. Uh, he, he speaks like a veteran already. So I think his time is going to come, and he's going to be ready for that. I just don't think it's going to be this Saturday. I mean, you guys all – hit on the same points I was going to hit on that that three-man rotation just it's kind of hard to pull those guys off the field when they're producing like that and I think Ryan Day is going to want to send a message that he that they should have had a Bolitnikoff finalist I mean we, I talk all the time about how he's a little vindictive and he he loves proving a point yeah. awards I think matter. I, I think they do they do matter they matter when you're recruiting they matter as you're telling people what you're accomplishing mm-hmm. and it it's unbelievable to me Bolitnikoff Award, Doak Walker Award, that you're keeping these guys off because they happen to have good players around them on the offense. That's that's stupid. Yeah, it is. Anyhow, what's the best part about Thanksgiving, guys? Mm. The well, football. You've you know, said that three times every time we've asked. Sitting so. in traffic. You sit in traffic on Thanksgiving? 
Yeah. What a weird thing to it's say. Yeah, it's, loves doing it. On the way down to Kentucky. It's Big getting drunk guy. on a Thursday afternoon. Getting drunk on a Thursday afternoon and watching football. Speaking of buzzing. And then agreed. taking a nap. <laughs> oh, boy. Wow. He really did that. Yes. Well, well played. Um, Mayan Williams, because you don't have a pork chop on Thanksgiving. but Some I, people do. Some people might. I think that uh, the element that I talked about. But he uh, wants to be called Meatball. Uh, it doesn't matter. No, he doesn't. He wants to be called Pork <laughs> He wants to be called Pork Chop. My bad. But he should be Meatball. It's confusing. Or Bowling Ball. It doesn't matter. Um, he's He is really coming on in that complimentary role. And he's not going to – Ohio State and Tony Alford seem to have figured out something here where it's not what they did with Mike Weber and J.K. Dobbins. Like, you're going to take a series and you're going to take a series. That didn't work. Yeah. It kept them out of a rhythm. And you saw that within that first drive last week. Both were on the field. Travion Henderson is going to get more touches. Uh, he deserves it, and he's one of the best running backs that, that many of us have ever seen, at least in terms of recruit. And his freshman season has validated most of that so far. Um, it keeps him healthy when you add in Mayan Williams. It wears down a defense when you just have him battering away at certain points in a drive. Like if he just gets, I don't know, a third of the touches of Travion, that's a great little mix that they have going. And I think that the opportunity will still be there for both to go over 100 yards in this game, uh, maybe even 125 apiece. We'll see to drill down. I know that Travion can get to 150, but Mayan might have to work a little bit harder uh, to get to that triple-digit figure, but I think that they both will. I like it. I appreciate your optimism. Uh, I think this is a game where, we, and as good as he's been playing, I think Tommy Eichenberg will not be on the field as much this week. I think it's a Craig Young type of game where he's out there a little bit more with Steel Chambers, uh, especially if Cody Simon's a little bit banged up, and I, I think you're going to see a Craig Young interception uh, mm. on Saturday. That's my next bold prediction. I just think he's a guy that, especially with what Michigan's trying to do in their passing game, the, the quick stuff to the tight end to the running backs, I think Craig Young's a guy that can make a play. I also think that it could, if it's not Craig Young, it will be Court Williams to take yours. Because yeah. here's the thing, last week, last week against Michigan State, um, you know, so well. Ronnie Hickman got kind of banged up a little bit and he was wobbling. And that's why Ohio State put Court out there as much as they did and he played great what they expected out of him. And I think that's one of those confidence-building games where Ohio State now says, hey, we have two of these guys. We can use them both. So I think you could actually see Court Williams and Ronnie Hickman out there at the same time in some situations. Mm -hmm. And wow. I think that that becomes a, a really interesting wrinkle. So wow. can, can I talk about Court Williams then so I can get that out of the way? Sure. I yeah. love how every time he does anything, like the big hit against, what was it, Nebraska? Or is, is that who it was? It wasn't Nebraska. It was uh, – where they play? Indiana. That's the way right. you tingle inside? Um, so Spencer asked me every single time, are you okay? Are you having a heart well, attack? that happened last That's Saturday. the appreciation. Yeah, I know. It happened against Michigan State and Indiana. So, well, there we go. That's my Court Williams. Okay. Uh, but are you okay? Uh, not really. I'm still... I think he is okay. <laughs> still adrenaline's still pumping after that. Do you know who else is okay? Thanksgiving. Who's okay? Steel Chambers. Okay. The best linebacker on this uh, roster. Why are we doing such terrible segues today? Why did that become the theme of the show? Uh, okay. <laughs> so, Steel Chambers is really good at what he does. I think he's going to have at least 10 tackles. I think he's going to have a forced fumble. I think he'll recover his own forced fumble. And I think this is the game where you finally see that campaign for next year of him being a potential All-American next year come to fruition. Uh, this is a guy who's not going to get much credit this year for what he's done, uh, but it's been one of the more remarkable stories, not only on this roster, not only in the Big Ten, but in the country, for a guy to go from running back to linebacker and have the production that he has. And he's fueled this defensive turnaround. Uh, I really think that he's due for a big game. And he had that interception. It was almost a fluky interception against uh, Nebraska. Nebraska. 
he's going to have to play a big role in pass coverage, you know, against Eric All, the, the, the tight end. I think he's going to have a big day. Maybe even give him a couple pass breakups. If he's lucky, he might get his hands on one. But at least yeah. 10 tackles, a forced fumble. We saw Tyreek Smith and Zach Harrison get their hand on so many footballs last weekend and so many things that just tipped up in the air. This does feel like yeah. a game where one of those linebackers, uh, you know, is able to capitalize. Yeah, I think Zach was asked about that in the yeah. press conference because that's something that he's been working on when you can't get to the quarterback, obviously take a step back and still, he's, I think he said it was, it's as good as a sack of tip well, pass, right? McNamara's only been sacked nine times on the season. Ohio State is the the, the best team in, their, in the conference when it comes to getting them. It's not going to be one of those games. You're going to maybe see one or two at most. So it's about disrupting the passing game in other ways. So I, I like it. I'm a fan. Okay. 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 Uh, my final world prediction, I'm, I'm going to go slightly different because I'm kind of feeling myself here. Okay. I just, I think that Ohio State in the week after the Michigan game, after they win by at least three touchdowns on Saturday, mm-hmm. as, as a preview of my next one, mm-hmm. I think that they're going to get a commitment, whether it's in the 2022 Whoa. class or the 23 oh, class. That's a new wrinkle and for the yeah, show. We're delving into recruiting. They, because wow. how many times were Ohio State, the Ohio State players or Ryan Day on Tuesday talk about this is why you're recruited? To Ohio State. This is why you come to Ohio State. Like Haskell Garrett basically talked about this game as a like big games like this is a big reason you decided to come here from uh, from Las Vegas. I just there's something there's some sort of gut feeling I have that after this game it's going to be another dominant Ohio State performance on national uh, uh, television. Not national television on national stage. Okay. I mean <laughs> Purdue Purdue game they blew up. Michigan State blew up, and they're going to blow up again on Saturday. Call the so. shot. Who is it? I'm not, I knew you were going to ask me, but no, I'm not well, doing that. I'm not, I'm not drilling Ooh, down. Not no, not drill down. Just, uh-uh. yeah, just kind of tamp down. Just, I, just, I have my it's hand a, on the drill. It's a but, reverse down. Mm-hmm. Wow. Somebody that makes it a drill up. Somebody tell Zach what the point of the show is. I cannot wait to hear Berm's score prediction. He's so nervous over there. What's your final low prediction? Do you know how important it is in big games to show up with the kicking game? It's very important. Special teams. Two of the country's three finalists for the Lou Groza Award are playing in this game on Saturday. Good and, info, Berm. And punting there you go. is one of the most important plays of a game. Michigan averages over 47 yards a punt. Wow. Ohio State is only that, averages 41. Is that right? That's true. You know what 47 yards a punt does? Helps what does you, it do? It, it, makes you, it gives more opportunity for you to outkick your coverage. Huh. Oh. And what happens if you do that, Spencer? You get engaged like Spencer does. Good returns. Ooh. Dang, <laughs> that was that. a good one. That was actually right. a good one. And he's off. <laughs> Goodbye. Spencer is dead. Ohio State is not going to return a punt for a touchdown in this game, but they are going oh, to block one okay. and return that for a touchdown. So there will be a score when Michigan is punting, but it will not break the streak that goes back to 2014. Okay, Boulder. I appreciate that. I was gonna. I, I was thinking about picking that one. So that's a very smart pick. Oh, You're you smart man. Oh, thank you. What are we doing? Yeah. What is your score prediction, Brum? Uh, na 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 na. Ohio State, forty-five. Michigan, thirty-eight. Oh my! Forty-five, thirty-eight. Berm likes the spread there. It's a. It's he's, he thinks Vegas has it right. I do not think Vegas has this game correctly. Uh, I I don't see these teams being very evenly matched. Uh, I'm going to go forty-eight twenty-seven. I think Ohio State scores on its first eight possessions and then runs the ball. And, uh, and gets out of there, get ready for a Big Ten championship game against Wisconsin. Uh, so 48-27, eight straight possessions with a score. That's five touchdowns, three field goals. I don't know whoever you want to throw out as scoring some of those. I think Julian Fleming will have two. Obviously, I said that. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's a pretty comfortable win. I think this game plays out a lot like the Michigan State game does. 
but I think Michigan can do a little bit more creatively on offense to score some points, maybe they make it a, for their creativity. Mm -hmm. a really fun game at the half. But but you're going to see Ohio State really run away with this thing. The talent the talent rises to the top at the end. Yeah, there's been a couple of suspect lines this year. I mean, the Rutgers one, was it 15 points? Yeah. That was that one was weird. This one seems just as weird and off to me. I mean, my, my final prediction is 45 to 28. Um, it's not like that's a blown away cover, but I, I just the way this offense is playing right now, I don't want to bet against that that offense has scored less than 40 points. Right. Um, I don't really believe in Michigan's offense to be able to keep up. And yeah, so 45-28, I think that's a, we're gonna, that's a roundabout where we're going to be seeing the action go. Yeah, I think that we've seen this before, especially in the big house, that they that, I mean, they have good players. And they, they're a much more improved team than I thought they could be under Jim Harbaugh uh, when it seemed like his era had run its course. And they're going to come out with a, a gadget or two and some early stuff, probably have success. but. I don't think they can continue to trade punches with Ohio State for any length of time. So it may, as Spencer said, be close early on. Uh, I don't agree with Berm that it'll be a one possession game in the end. I think it'll be 52-24. Ohio State wins comfortably again. Um, and again, I say that while giving full credit to Michigan for showing improvement, but the talent gap remains here. And I don't think that the coaching gap is closed either. So I guess we'll find out on Saturday at noon. That's a lot of bold predictions coming your way as they always do at Letterman Row, from Spencer Holbrook, Zach Carpenter, Jeremy Birmingham. I am Austin Ward. Hope you enjoyed your Thanksgiving. What time is it? It's time for war. Hope you enjoy it. Enjoy the game on Saturday. It only comes once a year. We'll have full coverage for you at LettermanRow.com. Enjoy the weekend. 47-28.